You're listening to the Option Alpha Podcast from OptionAlpha.com, where we show you how to make smarter trades, learn how the stock market really works, and generate consistent monthly income. Now, your host and head trader at OptionAlpha.com, Kirk Duplessis. Hey everyone, this is Kirk here again at OptionAlpha.com, working every single week to make this the most popular investing podcast offered online because it's based on one thing and one thing only, and that's helping you guys make smarter trades. So thanks so much for tuning in today. On today's show, number 106, we are going to be talking about our case study in TLT, where we were actually assigned stock. Yes, I know, spooky and scary. We were assigned stock and basically turned this thing around from a loser to a $426 profit. Now, the reason I want to do this case study is because actually, frankly, we've done a lot of these case studies for our members inside of the Pro and Elite Membership. If you're a member, you've seen some of these videos before where we go through assignment and we tell you what we did and how we got out of it or whatever the case is. And of course, not all of them end up profitable, but lately a lot of our assignments have actually been really good. Like they've been beneficial for us and we still ended up turning profits on our assignments. And so what I want you to get out of this show in particular is a couple of things. One, I want you to understand that stock assignment is not bad. It is something that you're frankly going to go through if you're going to be in this business for a long time, right? And so you have to know how to manage around it. We've got a lot of other episodes where we've talked about, you know, like what happens when assignment happens, like your choices. And so what I really want to do is go through more of a concrete example. So you guys can maybe see and watch over my back and watch over my shoulder here as we kind of go through this process or just went through this process. Now I'll link up in the show notes page at optionalpha.com slash show 106. I'll have a nice screenshot of our account statement that kind of highlights and shows all the different trades that were associated with this TLT Iron Condor, or sorry, Iron Butterfly, and how it turned around and the credits that we got and everything. So I'm going to go over it again in the podcast today. It'll be more of an audio representation of this case study. But again, you can see the screenshot of our account statements and all the trades that we did when you head on over to optionalpha.com slash show 106. Okay. So first things first, right? Uh, obviously, assignment on stock and on options is rare. We've talked about this before. Happens very few times out of hundreds of trades that we do. In fact, when we went back and checked, it's less than 1% of the time do we actually get assigned on, you know, assigned on a contract. But again, it does happen. Mostly happens closer to expiration. Most of that assignment actually happens in the week of expiration, right? So you just have to understand that while the, although it does happen, it's very rare that it happens, right? And you can still kind of trade and manage around it. Now, in our case, I'm going to start through the entire trade so you can understand like the sequence of how everything worked out, okay? Because I think that's really important. So the initial trade that we actually did was back in May of this year. So this was a May uh, 1st trade. We got into it literally the first day of May, and it was a TLT iron condor for, I'm sorry, it's an iron butterfly really, but it goes as a TLT iron condor and think or swim. But it was a TLT iron butterfly centered at the 121 strikes. Okay. So we were centered at the 121 strikes when TLT was trading basically at about 121. Now we sold the 121 calls, sold the 121 puts, and then we bought options out on either end. On the call side, we bought options at 128. And on the put side, we bought options at 114. Okay. So we're buying these options cheap and far out. The net credit that we took in for everything was $338 per iron butterfly. Now we did two of these. We did a set of two. So we sold two of these. So we took in a credit basically of like 
almost 670 or so, right? Six, uh, sorry, yeah, like 690 or so, 680. So we took in a pretty decent credit overall. Like dollar-wise, we took in some good money. Again, for each Iron Butterfly, we took in a $338 credit, okay? So that's the first important point you need to know. Now from here, we didn't really add to our June position because we were trading these things out in June. It was the first day of May. So we had to go all the way through May calendar month. And then when we got into June, randomly we were assigned short stock on the 1st of June. So literally 30 days had passed and nothing had happened, right? The position was just kind of moving around and nothing was really happening good or bad. It was just kind of moving. But now June 1st comes and we get assigned stock in TLT and we're assigned short stock at our 121 strike. Okay. So now we are assigned short stock at 121. This is where most people absolutely freak out because they get assigned on these calls and they think it's the end of the world. But we held fast that we were looking at this thing and and using some of our technical indicators from our signals research, we realized at the time that we got assigned that the stock was probably, or ETF was probably a little bit overbought and that it actually could turn around and actually potentially come back down, right? And so that's what we were looking at. So this is where I'll pause and say, that's where for me lately, the technicals have actually been very helpful is in actually looking at technicals when we get into a situation like this, where we're assigned stock or we're, you know, long stock or whatever the case is. And now we can maybe feather in some of these technical indicators to help us make better decisions. Now, this would have been totally different if we were assigned short short stock and the technicals were suggesting we're at the bottom of a range, right? That's totally different because now you're you're really trading against the grain here. But in the case of TLT, when we got assigned short stock on the first the market had made a pretty big move up from around 120 to around 124. So it had made a pretty large run in about two and a half weeks. And so for us, what that meant is maybe, hey, you know, this might be kind of, you know, the topping out, you know, just maybe for a little bit. And that's what we were kind of looking for. Okay. And that actually recently, a lot of the technicals have helped us get out of positions like OIH and EWZ, et cetera, where we kind of have run into this even more recently than this. And so that's been really, really helpful for us. But again, on June 1st, we got assigned short stock. So now we're short 200 shares of TLT at 121. Now, at this point, we don't panic, right? But what we do is three days later, I'm sorry, four days later, we went ahead and rolled up our puts that we weren't assigned because, again, we're just assigned on our short 121 strike calls. We rolled up our puts, which is a standard adjustment that we would make if the stock is going against us. So if the stock's rallying, we're going to roll up our puts. If the stock were to fall and we got assigned on the puts, we'd roll down the calls, okay? But we rolled up our puts from 121 to 125 in June, okay? So we went ahead and rolled those puts up. Now, rolling up those puts gave us an additional credit of $52. So if I add the credit that we had for the original Iron Butterfly, which is 338, plus the $52 credit that we took in, that's a total credit of $390 per Iron Butterfly. Now remember, we did two of these, right? So now we're trading double this, but I always like to do it on a kind of like single contract basis and then we can multiply it at the end. Okay, so at this point, we've got $390 of total credit that we're working with. Now, the reason that we rolled up our put is to take in that credit, which helps widen out our break-even points, right? Now our break-even points are... $390 or $3.90 wide, right? 
and instead of being $3.38 wide from the original position. So we are going a little bit inverted here, but we're still taking in really, really, really big credits to help kind of widen this thing out a little bit. Okay, so at this point, now we're basically at June expiration, right? And this is where we had to make a decision overall on the entire trade that we had because we're sitting here at June expiration. We've rolled up our puts. We've taken in this additional credit, but we're still short stock, right, at $121 per share. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to maintain the position, actually. And now here's where I'll pause again. And and this is where I think going through this case study really helps. At this point in June expiration, when we reached June expiration, and those of you who remember us will understand and remember when we went through this, kind of how it went. But at this point in June expiration, all of our June contracts for options expired and were out of the money, right? We had our short 125 puts. Those expired out of the money. We had our 128 calls. Those expired out of the money. We had our 114 puts that we originally bought. Those expired out of the money. So all of our June options are now wiped off the table. But again, we're still left with the overall net credit that we took in of $390. Now, of course, we're short stock still, right? So we still have to deal with that. But we still have that credit that's padding us. We haven't used up that credit in a sense, right? It's still kind of helping to cover the cost of the stock that we got assigned, right? So we're going to keep that kind of in our back pocket, that $390. Now, the other thing that we had going for us was that even when we kept the short stock in TLT, which was only 200 shares, our portfolio at that time was 100% balanced. And this is really important because what you should be doing, if you ever go through this situation and start making these decisions about keeping the stock or not, is really looking at the portfolio balance and asking yourself and basically analyzing, is my portfolio balanced if I maintain the stock position? And this is something we went over every single week with our elite members on the strategy calls. We looked at the overall portfolio inclusive of short stock and we were balanced. We kind of gave us a bullish exposure. I'm sorry, bearish exposure in the market, in the bond market, bullish exposure in the regular markets, which worked out really well. So had we not been 100% balanced with short stock, I probably would have closed the stock at this position in all honesty, right? Just kind of talking through my thought process. But the fact that we were balanced allowed me to then keep the stock because it was actually helping to balance out our portfolio. Now, if we remove the stock, we didn't go totally out of whack. We weren't totally not balanced, but we weren't as balanced as we could have been had we had the stock at that point, right? So that's why sometimes I think keeping these positions small allows you to, in this case, manage around the assignment because if we were assigned, let's say, you know, 1,500 shares, that probably would have been totally unrealistic to hold, right? And who knows how high it could have gone, et cetera. But we were actually assigned just 200 shares from our small position, so it's totally manageable for our portfolio size, okay? So now we start going through expiration, right? We go through June expiration, and the markets have a little bit more volatility for TLT, but eventually what happens is, is that TLT does succumb to the technicals and starts turning over and actually rallied up as high as like 128 and then turned all the way back over and fell on 77 down to 123 and a quarter, uh, 123 and three quarters. So 123, I'm sorry, 122.75. Okay. So fell from about 128 to 122.75. Now on 7.7, we made the decision to actually exit the stock position. Now we'd held the stock position for about a month and seven days and it seems like a long time to hold stock position, 
or maybe not. Maybe if I said we held stock for about a month, most people would think to themselves like, well, that's not really too long of a position, but it really was. I mean, holding long stock or short stock for that time period and going through all the emails and trying to calm people down who are trying to, you know, are freaking out about short stock. It was a long period to actually hold stock, but we knew that we had to trust kind of the indicators and signals that we had. We knew that, you know, eventually TLT would be, you know, a little bit more cyclical and random. And so we knew that a move straight up is never consistent and would follow by some ebbs and flows. And so that's all we were waiting for is just some movement in the stock. And so once the stock moved down, again, we were able to close the stock and buy back the stock on 7.7 for 122.77, right? Now, remember, we got assigned short shares at 121. When we got assigned, the stock was at 124, 125, and the stock rallied all the way up to 128 and then finally pulled back. Now, it took a little bit of time and it took some patience, but eventually this thing actually worked out really, really well. Now, I want to go through here from this point now how we kind of calculate our profit, right? Because I said we made $426 on this position. Now, the way that I always do it, and this is the easiest way to do it, so follow along with me if you want to, is I always calculate it on a per contract one lot basis, okay? In this case, that makes it easy because then you just have to add or subtract stock prices without having to worry about 200 shares or 300 shares, et cetera, okay? So remember, our original position was two iron butterflies and each one of those was $3.38 a credit. So I take $3.38 and plug that into my calculator. That's a basically a credit. So we plug that in as a number that starts off the kind of trajectory of where we go, right? We start with a credit and then we can subtract debits and we add credits. We added a credit of $52 when we rolled up our puts. So I just want to add 0.52. So now I'm at $3.90 of total credit, right? Nothing new here, nothing spectacular math, right? Pretty simple stuff, but we're just adding simple credits. Now, again, we still did two of everything. So order-wise, we did two of everything, but right now we're just doing the raw individual credits because that's the easiest way to calculate it to get to the final amount. And then we can multiply it by the number of contracts that we did. Okay. So we got $3.90 of total credit. Now we got assigned stock at 121. Now this is where people, sometimes it gets confusing for people, but if you think about it this way, when you're assigned short stock, it's like shorting an option contract. When you sell stock or when you sell an option, you collect a premium, right? So in our case, since we were assigned stock at 121, technically we collected a premium of $121 a share. So what we do is we add 121 to our calculator. And now we get a total credit inclusive of the stock that we were assigned of 124.90. Okay, the 3.90 plus the $3.90 plus the 121 stock price we were assigned. This is why I like to do everything on a single contract basis because it makes it really easy to do these calculations and kind of work through the math. Now on 7.7, we bought back stock. So debit, just like buying back an option contract, you paid money to buy back the stock. We bought back the stock for a loss on just the stock side for $122.77. So I take my 124.90 and I subtract 122.77, which is how much the stock cost me to exit. Now remember, the option contracts all expired worthless in June, so I didn't have to buy anything back. Everything expired worthless, I kept the premium. So when I take that and enter that in, now that gives me a per contract profit that was still left over 
of $2.13. Okay, so on each individual, like one lot across the board, we made $213. But we didn't just trade one, we traded two. So I multiplied that by two, and that's where we get our $426 profit. Now, again, I know that sometimes it's a little bit remedial to go through this on a podcast and kind of talk through this, but I think it's really helpful sometimes to understand how we get to these numbers and how trading options around the stock assignment actually ended up working out really, really well. And in our case, what really kind of helped out was getting that extra credit by rolling up our short puts before June expiration. By rolling up our short puts from 121 to 125, we were able to take in an extra $102 or whatever it was of premium. And that helped, again, kind of pad what we had. Now, we would have still had a winner, but maybe if the stock didn't fall all the way down to 122, we would have really needed that extra, you know, kind of premium to help buffer this position. And so I think ultimately uh, that was obviously a good decision and a good move because it kind of helped increase our overall premium and helped pad our overall profit at the end of the day. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know it was a little bit long-winded, but like I said, we'll put up a screenshot on the uh, website on the show notes page at optionalpha.com slash show 106. You can kind of see the whole trade history from our account statement and see exactly what we did. We kind of highlighted everything so you can see it. But I really encourage you if you are new to options trading or if you're still you know, kind of trying to get your feet wet and trying to understand this stuff to go back through this podcast and listen again because it's really, really important you understand all these numbers and math behind it. It's not super, super complicated. We're not doing long division calculus, right? Like it's really, really uh, easy stuff. You just have to really kind of break it down and don't do this analysis paralysis on everything. It's actually very, very simple. Credits and debits all the way across the board. And more importantly, Hopefully during this show today, you guys learned and understood that stock assignment is not always bad, that you can trade around it, you can trade through it, as long as you keep a level head and keep your position sizes small. And now our favorite part of the show, Trader Q&A, where we ask a question from one of our current members about options trading. Got a question you'd like to ask Kirk to answer live on the air? Just head on over to optionalpha.com forward slash ask and hit the record button to leave a message. That's optionalpha.com forward slash ask. And now, here's today's question. Hey, Kurt. Watched your video today. Heard a lot of feedback that was very good. Actually, it's overwhelming to, to some degree. I've been kind of reading through the option manuals that you have and some of the tutorials and, and the things that you have. And I tell you, I'm really intrigued. I like what it's about, but it just seems like so much information that's just overwhelming. And I just want to be able to start in the right place with the right direction simple steps, small steps, and just wondering uh, which direction to go, where to go slowly, where to start slowly, and slowly absorb all of this information the correct way to enjoy it and uh, really get into it versus uh, feeling discouraged. Any suggestions? Thanks. All right, cool. Hey, Mark, thank you so much for submitting a question. And so I think I get that most people do get a little bit overwhelmed when it comes to starting trading. And I know, you know, maybe on the webinar that you were on uh, where we do those free webinars with members that it just seems like a lot of stuff and I get it. And the trouble is, is that everything seems like it's impossible until it's done, right? So you have to understand that people have come before you, first of all, and done it. So it's not impossible. It can be done. And yes, it's overwhelming. Here's my suggestion for how you get started, right? And this is basically how we've laid out Option Alpha as far as a learning platform for you guys. 
I highly suggest that you get started by going through the tracks first. So we laid out these guided learning paths, tracks one, two, and three as really the basis of your foundation. Now the tracks take you start to finish, right? They introduce you to options. They teach you simple strategies. They teach you fills and, and scanning for trades and managing them and portfolio. It kind of runs through the entire gauntlet. Now, during this time period, you're going to come across different topics and different areas that you might want to dig into further, but I don't suggest doing that until you finish all three tracks. Once you finish all three tracks, beginner, beginner, intermediate, and advanced, then you use our course modules to fill in the gaps. Now, course modules are areas where you can dig deeper into particular subsets or categories of topics. So for example, if you want to learn more about trade adjustments, maybe you thought our two videos or three videos that we did on it just wasn't enough. You want even more training. Great. There's an entire module on trade adjustments. If you want to learn more about earnings trades, you didn't think that the one or two videos that we had in the tracks helped out enough. You want to learn more about it, get more broken down details. Great. There's an entire module on earnings trades, right? So that's what I suggest. I highly suggest You start with the tracks, then you go through the course modules. And then from there, I really suggest either start paper trading or start real money trading. Start putting money at risk in the market. And then you'll be surprised how fast you actually start picking up things that just you only learn by actually pedaling the bike, right? You can only read and hypothesize so much. You actually have to start doing at some point. I think that's ultimately how you're going to learn a lot faster. So hopefully that helps out and kind of get you on the right path. Again, I really appreciate you submitting your question in here. Now, remember, if you'd like to get your guys' question answered here on the podcast or live on Facebook and Periscope, as we've already been doing, please head on over to optionalpha.com slash ask. Click the big red button in the middle of the screen and leave me a private voicemail. Now, there's no software to download or install, and it's incredibly easy. Now, before we go into the closing bell segment, I wanted to let you guys know about our new daily podcast that we just launched last week. It's called The Daily Call from Option Alpha. Now, it's not replacing the podcast that we have here. We'll still do our regular weekly show because I like doing these longer, more in-depth topics like this case study in TLT, but our new daily podcast is going to be a daily version of Option Alpha and kind of give you some small insight and nuggets that you can take with you on the go every day. Very quick sound bites, couple minutes every show, not too long, definitely consumable stuff. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So again, you can search Option Alpha or you can search The Daily Call and download those and have them both right there by your side as you're going to work or working out at the gym or whatever the case is. Now, the closing bell. Find out which stocks we're looking at right now, trades we're making, and hear our game plan moving forward. All right, so in today's closing bell segment, I am actually going to go through our newest trade in TLT. And yes, I did actually pick this trade to kind of go out with this podcast today. Actually, I decided to record this podcast today as I was setting up this trade because I thought, hey, what better way to show everyone that you can still make money trading options with assignment and that you should just still continue to sell options even after that happens. I know that a lot of people shy away from a particular ticker symbol or they get bad feelings or they have uh, you know, hard feelings against a ticker symbol like I'll never trade that again, they were assigned, it's going to happen to me, but you can't do that, right? The stocks don't have any feelings, they don't care about you. 
you really shouldn't care about them as much. It's just ticker symbols and letters, right? So we're actually getting into a new position in TLT. It's a brand new position in the November expiration. Uh, since October is getting a little bit too close, we're going all the way out to November and we're selling the 125 iron butterfly. So again, selling the 125 call and put, buying the 130 call and buying the 118 put for a nice neutral risk defined uh, position here in TLT. And again, we're going to continue to add more to TLT. We're going to ladder into another position later on in TLT. We kind of plan that out, but you just don't have to be afraid to get into it. Now, in this case with TLT, we're taking in a credit of $330. Sounds very similar to the original credit that we took in for the other trade we did in May, right? So you can see the premiums are generally the same right now. It's still a good trade. It's still a neutral market. I mean, the stock is you know within $4 of where it was before. I mean, this is what high probability trading is all about. It's just trading around these stocks that just ebb and flow and getting them to you know land in these neutral baskets or zones that we build with our positions. So I still like this trade in TLT. I think it's a good trade. I think the bond market trade for the entire year is going to be pretty much sideways. Uh, so I'm really excited about this one. And of course, we'll keep you guys updated with what happens. Thanks for listening to the Option Alpha podcast. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a rating or comment. Plus, you can get everything. Free email updates for future shows, transcripts, video tutorials, case studies, and more. Just visit our website at optionalpha.com. All right, so I truly hope you guys enjoyed today's show and hopefully got at least one thing out of it that you can apply right now to make you a smarter, more profitable trader and investor. As always, you can get additional resources, some of the links mentioned in the show, and some related video training from today's show by going to optionalpha.com slash show 106. Again, that's just the number 106, optionalpha.com slash show 106. And until next time, happy trading.